This is the second episode of the Best in the West podcast with my special guest, Casey Abashian. How you doing? I'm doing great, Weston. How are you? I'm I'm good. I am good. So we're, we're talking here today about a lot of things. But the one that sparked this entire conversation is good old, good old Pokemon. And these are all the good cards I got oh, from my last sh- pack. Those are like nice mint foil. Oh, I know. I put these all in. Go ahead and look through them. And then... Got some more cards here. Oh, these are, are you putting in like the little sleeves? Oh yeah. Oh, they yeah. come with sleeves? Yeah. Did you like, oh, they came, came with sleeves. I got yeah. this. I found this pack at King Supers of all places. The, these are nice cards. I, I know. I've never seen anything like this high HP. I only like, I haven't played the trading card game in so long. Oh, I have. I was I was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh kid. With I was, trading okay, card. Dude, I love you. Yu-Gi-Oh is better than the trading card game than Pokemon. 100. Oh, but... I love the anime of both of them a lot, but when it came to the trading card game, Yu-Gi-Oh was superior. Yu-Gi-Oh is just more fun. Oh yeah, but the video game is Pokemon. Butter. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh is like a watered down kind of magic. Uh, like what? Oh yeah, it's like watered down magic. And also think about all the memes now that have come from Trap Card. Like, You've activated <laughs> yeah. my Trap Card. Yeah. So I mean, I like I played Yu-Gi-Oh a lot when I was in elementary school, and then Trade Card came a little bit, but I never really got into it. They got I, more of the games for me. Oh, Pokemon was legendary, but tra- oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! I used to have a huge collection, and then I got rid of them, and I don't know why. To this day, I wish I could go back in time and be like, "No, you idiot." Like I have, I have my old cards. I mean, I have all my cards at home, at my house. Um, I have a child at home, but like, I don't really have anybody to play it with. That's the thing. It's like, who who's gonna play? I have to go find people to play with, and I haven't even played in so long. I don't even know the rules, even like. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I had I, to, I had to force my friends to get into it with me. They, they, they didn't really like it that much, and then I'd make them build a deck and play with me, <laughs> and then they finally got into it. Yeah. So. Wow. Oh yeah, it was incredible. Okay, so Pokemon wise, yes, I want to talk about your favorite games. Okay, yes. Well, what, what exactly? When did you start Pokemon? Um, yeah, so I started in two thousand five. I think my friend got me Pokemon Fire and Leaf Green for my mm-hmm. birthday. Um, I think my brother got Fire Red and I got Leaf Green, and so I had a Game Boy uh, Advance SP, and so I, I that was my first one. I think my first like real one. Like I remember playing Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, obviously, I got every game subsequently after that. Um, I wasn't really good at Pokemon until about, I would say, probably, like, black and white-ish. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew how to play the game. Because mm-hmm. usually when you're a kid, you just, like, play with the starter. And you mm-hmm. get, like, level 70. You just beat everything. I think a Pokemon, you could literally beat it with one Pokemon and just, like, have it overpowered. Like, it's... And, like, I played the game so many times, so, like, it's kind of boring at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I, I get that. I never... My friend would always have this good, even leveled out party. Yeah, and I would have my starter just be like, like you said, like level seventy god tier. I yeah, I mean, I like, I like the team building aspect of it. Like that's why I play the games again. So I'm like, well, I can just play, I can get this new Pokemon never use this Pokemon never used, and like that, that's fun to me. But like that's the reason I like play it again. But um, I think I don't know, man. I just like for looking at like Heart Gold or Silver, for example, I just cannot play the game again. I hate the leveling in that game. <laughs> I just hate it so much. I just hate the leveling in that game and how much grinding there is in like the middle mid game. <sighs> Like, it's funny because I, I said that was like one of my favorites but then I, you made me go back and I started replaying it on the ROM and I did not notice it as a kid and I started playing it out I'm like oh my god the leveling is so difficult well the leveling is like because like the Pokemon in the wild suck and then there's obviously the where you pick your own path where it's like the 5th, 6th, 7th gym you can do whatever order mm-hmm. you want but they're all level like 34 the champion's like level 50 barely and then you have to beat Red at like a level, level 80 Dude, like it's it, just like his Pikachu as soon as it comes out and it's just that high of a level you're like what the fuck yeah I mean like if you're at normal levels like if you're like if you have like level 50 when you beat lance and then you play through kanto you're probably level 56 57 when you finish the game maybe 60 if you're lucky mm-hmm. you still probably need to grind a little bit more to like look at least level 70 to beat um red but the thing is it's about your team right like if your team is not 
good with Red's Pokemon, then you just, you need super effective hits. Like you can't just like put something out there. Well, so I, I, that makes I want to ask. What was your starter? My starter, uh, unpopularly Chikorita. I mean, I loved really? I loved Chikorita in the anime. And he had like the infatuation for Ash, like mm-hmm. a crush on Ash, mm-hmm. and I just love Chikorita in the anime. I know I know Meganium is like the worst one. Also, I think the starters. I just hate single typing starters, mm-hmm. and it was kind of boring in that way. Like, obviously, also Frogger is frustrating because. He doesn't learn any good water, like physical water moves, to get waterfall. So you're basically stuck with like surf, and he's not a special attacker. So like, you're basically just like using like crunch and ice thing. Oh yeah. Him and I, I, as a kid, I did choose Totodile. I always thought he looked so cool. And then yeah. as I got older, I was like, eh. And then you know, I respect the Meganium Grunt. I respect Chikorita because uh, I feel like every person I've ever talked to. Cynical. Yep, cynical. Yeah. 100%. So anyone that can go against that, I, I 100% agree. No, I mean that, and that just like. I think, yeah, I mean, like, I think Cynical gets the best, like, stab moves. Like, Meganium gets, like, Magical Leaf, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, And then it's, like, a support Pokemon. I mean, obviously, Cynical's always the best, um, but it's just, I, I always love Meganium, and I always, like, that was my first one I picked, and I think, yeah, I mean, what starters do you pick for every single game? We can go through that, like, your first pick of starters. I pick, Squ- I'll go first. I mean, I'll pick Squirtle, uh, Chikorita. Um, I'm pretty sure I picked Mudkip in Gen 3. Um, that was one I didn't play as much because like I didn't have Sapphire mm-hmm. and Ruby growing up. Like I, I had it when I was like maybe fifth, sixth grade, but like I didn't have it like when I was young. Um, so Mudkip and then Diamond Pearl, I picked. Um, I'm pretty sure I picked Piplup, yeah. And then uh, Black and White Snivy, and then Gen Six, I picked Froakie for sure. Mm-hmm. And like Froakie was the vet, the goaded. Um, and then Gen Seven, I picked a uh, Rowlet and Gen Eight. I've, I haven't. I literally played Gen Eight. Like, I gotta pull them up now. Maybe yeah. I think. I literally played Gen Eight. Like, all the way. Th- I played Gen Eight. I had Sword and Shield. I bought both games and I played through both of them once. And I haven't touched it in like over a year. Cause it, I mean, I just have no replay value for me. Yeah, I, I picked. Yeah, I picked. Um, I picked Grookey initially, mm-hmm. and then I played through it again, and I picked uh, Sobble. So then I, I haven't played with Scorbunny. No, no, I picked Scorbunny second. So I haven't played with Sobble at all. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, so I mean, I played through Gen Eight twice. I just, I, mean, I just don't like the rate system, and like, it's really like the it's so Nintendo's weird. online is terrible because the friend code thing. It's like you never can find anybody to like actually raid with you, and it's just like yeah, it's just like it's such I a hate. Weird. Oh, I know. I don't like breeding. I don't like the competitive scenes. I only just play through the games, and then I was like nothing to do. You oh, know? it's so, it's so boring. It's just I, like, I, I I I loved playing it for the first time. It was such a cool, you know, the new experience. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they did it. It's still it was fun. Lax- it felt lackluster. Yeah. And then it was rushed. Yeah. Oh, and then like 100%. the fact that they cut like two hundred thirty Pokemon. A hundred percent. It was like rushed. And they basically used the same three DS models. Like it wasn't like yeah, there was a memory thing. It, it, it was that was bullshit. It, like, it that changed was bullshit. nothing. And it, the fact we had a whole new console, a whole new system, and they still used like it felt yeah, it felt reused. It felt boring. It felt not yeah, as. Fresh. That's why I'm just feeling like that's why I mean Diamond Pro Remix. I'll buy those because nostalgia. But like I don't like I don't like the artist. I mean I would love to. They should just put it in the same engine as Short and Shield. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean I would love that. Because I think it's a remake. Is like it's kind of just it's like I know it's a remake, but it's like a remake. I look at Pokemon remake as like you upscale everything and modernize it to what Pokemon is now mm-hmm. with the same region. But I feel like that's just like they're go, like with the figures. It's like going back to the old. Oh, hundred percent. And it's like it's like it feels like the new remakes now they make are like let's go Pikachu and Navy and like that or like dumbed down versions. Oh, I they know, don't actually I... make real like main series remakes anymore. Which I, I I hated that let's go like like I, I played through them. I did. Let's go Eevee. Let's go. I, I did I didn't I was like no fuck I don't want Pokemon Go I, 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 I literally played through them and I 
it's such a buggy system throwing the pokeball like that i tried it and it was so broken and i tried to play it i couldn't get into it but i did play it all the way through so you were right it was like a dumbed down version of gen 1 and i was like man fire i'm gonna like fire and leaf green is it outdated yes but it's still way 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 better oh and yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not condoning getting a rom <laughs> but you could easily get a rom in an emulator yeah. and just do that but okay real quickly i'm gonna answer because you did ask yes me. charmander i'm a basic bitch was my first okay that's fine that's fine uh totodile okay, totodile. okay and then mudkip 100 percent. Okay. yeah valid. and then i was a weird kid here I went Turtwig. Turtwig's actually solid. Like, Turtwig, I mean, he's very... I, I'm trying to think of, like, which the best one to, like, beat the game with. And I'm pretty... I mean, Charmander's definitely the hardest one, because you have to play Brock mm-hmm. early on. I think, obviously, those two are the best. I think Bulbasaur's the best oh, for, like, Bulbasaur, for, like, the gym yeah. leaders. I think for the gym leaders in um, Gen 2, I want I want to say... Toted, I want to say Cyndaquil, but I don't know. I, I feel like Cyndaquil is just OP, as far as I remember Because you beat the bug. You beat the bug. Mm-hmm. Normal, no one gets. Uh, Ghost, no one gets. Uh, fighting, no one gets. Uh, what's the sixth gym? Oh, steel. You get steel and, and, and ice. Typing so, right there. Yeah. Is and so fire. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with any. The, all these three are good. I mean, Trico's definitely the worst one. Yeah. But like Blaziken and Swampert are good, really good. I mean, Blaziken like probably the best one. Like oh. the Mega Blaziken. I, I always like to associate them with who Ash had. I think who Ash had. I didn't even pick them, but I remember he also had um, Infernape. And, yeah, but but I out of these three are these yeah these three. Honestly, uh, Chimchar is the best. Yeah, one. I was gonna say Chimchar takes the W. I think Piplup's the worst one. I just I just because typing is it's typing is weird and it's not even like it's like a defensive Pokemon. Steel and ice is weird. I mean, steel and water is weird. And I did like Emporium though. Like, Emporion, yeah, 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 a hundred percent. Uh, I picked Tepic for Gen 5. Gen 5 starters are not that good. I think Samurai is the best one. Oh, like, 100%. I wish Snivy should have a, a dragon type name. I, I think it would go... It's kind of lame. I, I would say Oshawott, Snivy, and then Tepic. Te- Tep- yeah. Tepic oh. was so low. Embor was just not that yeah. good. Yeah, oh, 100%. These, then, these, these two are trash. And, <laughs> like, Froakie is the only one that's... I, I the Greninja is so good. I picked I picked uh, Fennekin. Fennekin? I, yeah, and Fennekin, honestly, all the way evolved, was trash. You're right. It I, wasn't... I mean, like, it's okay, but, like... I, I well, every time I'd go on, I would see anybody with Froakie all the way evolved. I, yeah, Greninja. Yeah, oh, I'm just ready to like. I mean, I like the th- the the initial like the three main types, but I would like to have like different. Let's change it up somehow. Like mm-hmm. in, in the new RCS game, can we just like you catch your own? You first start or like you just you pick or something. Yeah, or, like, yeah, it's yeah, like any type, any any Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, like because like I just think like all these are like re like I just feel like Tepig is. I mean, this is a slower version of Blade. Like, it's just like, I'm like, they had firefighting three straight generations like there, and it's like copy and paste. Almost. Yeah, and like, I, Lit- I mean, uh, me, uh, Litten was pretty good. These three were pretty solid all around. I, I think- can't even tell you which one I picked. Poplio is probably the worst one. Yeah, this was Sun and Moon, right? Yeah. I mean, I liked, uh, me- I mean, uh, Cinderella was really good. Actually, pretty good. And I, I liked, uh, Sidurai too. Who did I pick for Sun and Moon? Oh my god, it's been forever. I can't even remember. I like Sun and Moon. I mean, I think the thing with the games is they get easier and easier as they, the oh, new wait. ones they make. So, like, the, 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 I think the best difficulty, like, where it was the best was probably Gen 4. And then uh, Gen 5 was not bad either. But, like, after, like, Gen 5, Gen 6 was so easy. Gen 7 was a little harder, but not... To, like, they had Ultra Necrozma if mm-hmm. you got the Ultra Sun Moon. That, like, knocked out your team. But, but then, like, 
Gen 8 was so easy. Literally, like, I you're not even, like, a rival. Like, your rival, you're the rival to him. You, because you have the advantage type. Yeah, like, and what the fuck is that? Right, literally, like, you, yeah, I agree with you. I, I get that they're trying to bring a brand new audience, but when I was, like, seven years old, I was still over here having no typing advantage, and I was still getting my ass kicked, and I still played it, you know? I just, feel, I just feel like there should be difficulty levels. Like, I know Black and White 2 had that, where you can have a challenge mode. Mm-hmm. I just really want, like, a challenge, more challenging thing, because they need to realize that, like, their main core audience are the people that have played Pokemon since they it came out. Oh, I, like, they're, like, 25, 30-year-old Pokemon fans. Uh-huh. And that's their core audience. And, like, they want to go to kids, and, like, a lot of kids still play Pokemon. And I, I love kids, like, discovering it. But, like, there should be a challenge mode to challenge the older players because oh, it's just uh, not... It's just so easy. It, it feels so like they're easy. not... Like, they're, they're putting us fans aside for... The newer, the newer generation, and it makes it almost like feel like the newer generation is just weak, like they can't handle. I it. feel like a lot of the uh, people that like initially when Pokemon initially came out in like 1996, mm-hmm. the the initial wave they played, you know, they played Red and Blue, and then they played Gold and Silver, and then they stopped playing Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald came out. No one liked to like that game when it came out because you couldn't transfer your Gold mm-hmm. and Silver Pokemon. So like people stopped with Gen three, and then they got back into it in like Gen four. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. And um, people often regard Gen 4 as, like, one of the worst generations. Gen I 4 is so, so good. Much. Gen 4 I, is so good. Platinum, like, people say, oh, I had these problems, but any problem they had got fixed in Platinum. So they have no room to complain about it because that's still Gen 4. I, I think, like, since Pokemon's gone 3D, like, I think we all wanted, like, a more 3D world. Mm-hmm. But this thing is, though, it's still, like, Gen 8's the biggest thing we have to, like, open world, but mm-hmm. it's still not, it's still limited. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I think, like, the two, like the 2D Pokemon games were better for me. Like, oh. Gen 5, Gen 4. I agree. Gen, I, I, I remember how exciting it was. This was, like, early days of YouTube and all that. I would look up so many, like, things that you could do on, like, Pokemon and you, on YouTube <laughs> when it was, like, really bad cut videos. <laughs> I remember the caving system. Yeah, I, uh, I for Gen 5, when Black and White 2 came out, I bought the Japanese version and I played it in Japanese on my DS Lite because it wasn't region locked and so I played it like because it came out that was back I think after Gen 5 every game comes out the same day but in, before that Japan would get it like six months before mm-hmm. the US would um, now they have a different language that you can switch but so. uh, I think it was Gen 5 my friend and I his name is Ethan he goes to CSU now but he moved to New Mexico back in like 2013 14 um, we went to a black and white event uh, up at one of the malls here, but when I was living in Castle Rock, and we got to play the game like five minutes of it, like five minutes of it early, and it literally <laughs> did not feel different at all from what I had played in Pokemon before. But I remember being like, "Oh my fucking god, that was!" I so used cool. to be, I used to get so excited. I mean, I, I for Gen Eight, I wasn't excited, as excited. Like, I played it over like last Christmas break, and I was like, "This is fun." Like, I, I get into it when I'm like a week straight, I'm just playing Pokemon, but then like I get bored, mm-hmm. you know. So like, it's not as fun. I've been looking at it as like a reflection of not even just Pokemon, but gaming as a whole. I've been like. I mean, games I play for a little bit and then I just get bored yeah I mean Pokemon is the same thing over and over again yeah. whether we want to admit it or not but like. even then like somehow and you're right these first five managed to still feel different even though being the exact same thing they felt I liked them more than the last three Pokemon's just having fatigue right now and that's why they're trying to do something new but I really hope that they like they just need to take their time with this new game like don't rush it we had the remake to bridge us the gap mm-hmm. they feel like they almost feel like they have to like they have to, like, make a game every two years. They're like, oh, we have to make a game two, every two years or, we're like, no one's going to... Like, give yourself, like, three, four years. I don't care how long it takes. I want a good game, so, like... Oh, and that's the thing is I, I feel like it's a whole Call of Duty mentality. They have to push out, you know, things every... Like, so, if Sword and Shield wasn't rushed, it could have been really good. It would have been incredible. But they rushed it, and, like, it's so easy. And I, not even a long game. I haven't even watched the trailer for this in a while. Really? You always complain yeah. about the art style, and I, I, I watched it once. You know, I remember the DS. I remember that. I mean, like, it, it, it's playing into that nostalgia factor, but like, 
I just, I like, what's the point of remaking it? It's, it's going to be like a, just a little bit better graphic. It's like, I feel like Game Freak and Nintendo, they never utilize, like, I want them to use the, utilize the graphic capabilities of the Switch. Mm-hmm. Even with the new game, we just look at they're really pushing the boundaries. I want them to make like a really uber, like realistic, like, you know, yeah. like what the hell is that? Like, it's literally just, it's literally just like a DS game on the, on the, and, and <laughs> Honestly, like, like it, it looks like a pop figure. Yeah, like chibi cut. Yeah, like, chibi, it, yeah. It, it's it, just like what the hell is that? Like, <sighs> and like I, I just, I mean, it's just the same. It's just literally the same game. Like, like, like this, that right there. That looks like 3DS. Like that doesn't look terrible, but that looks like 3DS. It looks graphics. like it looks like Animal Crossing New Leaf. Oh yeah, like look right there. Look at the mailbox. That's not even like. Oh my god. It looks so like bl- Animal so Crossing bl- New yeah. Leaf, and like I know that they're splitting up studios, but it's like this is literally Stalin and Pearl again, and like there's gonna be no like additions. Like I I look forward to the remix, and I'm like, well at least they're gonna add stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is it really gonna be? Because I've already played through Diamond and Pearl so many times. Is it really gonna be that fun? Well, it's also really fun. And that's gonna look if you look right that. here. Dislikes are still like, even though that's a be- good ratio, that's way. What are the comments like though? Can't wait for people to start begging for you know remakes tomorrow. When are you? Is it when you use an Everstone on the game? <laughs> I'm gonna lie, but the character models are dumb. Looks in the overlook. <laughs> I, I I like I I just it sucks because like, we were all wanting this remake and then that like, came out and it's like been dis- it's disappointing. Melancholy platinum. <laughs> this is like the art style looks so bad. Reason enough that I won't be buying it. That's like what I feel like. Like it's just half-assed. Like it looks like it literally looks like the same. Ugh. It's like the same engine as Let's Go Pikachu and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's the same engine. It looks like the same exact engine. It's just like the same. It's like I know it's the same game, but damn it, like make it look different. Add some updated oh graphic, yeah, updated updated abilities and stuff. That right there, I don't like that. The little walking. Like what the hell? He looks oh. Like inside uh, the battles. Like that literally is the same animation from yeah. Diamond and Pearl. Like. Like, that is literally the same animation. Yeah, I know that that's probably trying to replicate. It's just like, I don't know, man. The, like, the, and inside the battles, these do look exactly like Let's Go Poke. Uh, Pikachu, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it looks like Sword and Shoe. I mean, a little, like, it's just, I don't know. I'll buy it, but, man, it's just not. Will I play it for the nostalgia? Yes, I will play it, and I'm sure I'll be like, wow, this feels so different. But yeah, really, I, it's the same I, thing. I'll, I'll play it, and I'll remember releasing the world wide late 2021, so this year. And you know what's funny? Do you remember back in the day when Pokemon games were a nice $40? 60 bucks now? Yeah. It's because it's on the Switch now, so it's not yeah, DS. But I'm also thinking, I'm like, if this is exactly just like a copy and paste remake just with updated graphics, like, does it warrant that whole $60? You know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just disappointing. And then, like, the new game, Arceus, the Arceus mm-hmm. one, like, what even is that? Uh, I didn't even look into it, it. It excites me in the sense that, you, like you said, it's different. It just—it it just seems like too, almost not structured enough. That's what I'm worried about. I'm like, is it just gonna that? be literally a wild area? We just catch things. Like, what I'm are we gonna do? What do you? What is? What's the campaign that. gonna be? Is it literally just like, like I don't. I, I was worried about that too. I was like, is there gonna be any stories? Or just gonna be me catching Pokemon for like? Hours? I'm I'm sick of the traditional story. Like I want. I mean, I'm fine. I just want something to do. Like I'm not a competitive like Pokemon, Pokemon player. How does this still have? How does it review already? It's a prequel. I mean, that's cool. It's a prequel. Like, it's, like <laughs> it does have a review. Like, what the hell? But like, I, that's the thing is like, why could they have made like the game and, and like the short and shield engine, and then so it's more because like it, it's jarring for me that like the it's a prequel down in Pearl and they're remaking Down in Pearl, but they don't look the exact. It should almost look the same, like almost well, like so bridge. Did you see that? It's part of the eighth generation of Pokemon. So wait, so it's we're already still in the eighth gen. We're in eighth gen right now. So this this it, is it, not even the new. So it's eighth gen. 
It doesn't feel like a full Pokemon it's game to me. It's a prequel. It doesn't feel like a full Pokemon game to me, honestly. It just it, feels I, like I, it feels like a wild area, a big wild area. Yeah, we just need more detail about it in order for, because like obviously, the, yeah. The, the, that right there. If I could run around with the, the fucking Lucario, that'd be awesome. It, like, I mean, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be set in like old time, like prehistoric times or mm-hmm. whatever. But, but also, like, that does not feel like an outfit that'd be worn in prehistoric times. Yeah, it's just like they're like making Breath of the Wild for Pokemon, mm-hmm. but I don't know if Pokemon really. But is the good difference for with that. that is like Breath of the Wild, like they did it so well, like Breath of the Wild. It was like massively crafted. Everything mm-hmm. had a story. There's so much side quests. If Pokemon doesn't do that exact same thing, they're in trouble. Pokemon's like the only one game I've franchise have followed my entire life. I don't think I, I don't play games that much, so it's just like disappointing to. I think it's just they know they don't have to do anything. They could literally make a sh- the, a, the the worst game. People will buy it. Oh, a hundred percent. So I don't. They have no real. It, it, it makes me sad because. <sighs> Even though it required what seemed like less effort, it felt like that, like we said, the older games had more effort. Even though it required what seemed like less effort, I just don't think they're innovating as much. They basically just introduce a new mechanic. It's like it's like oh yeah, we're gonna add Mega Evolution and then take it away, and then add uh, Gaga Maxing and then take it away, mm-hmm. and, and like it's like the, like. Do you, do you, so do you think that's gimmick. fault of Nintendo or Game Freak? I think more Nintendo. I mm-hmm. think Game Freak is like. I think, I mean, they both want to make money, but I think Tennis always, obviously always pushing, like, get it out, get it out. I know this one has, like, you can pick whatever starter. I think you pick any starter. I think it's, like, the... the mm-hmm. But it's, like, I don't... Like, what's... I don't want to pick, pick all these old... Like, I want something new. I don't know. No, I get that. I, I, Because I, 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 the reason I asked you that is, like... That's the same thing I feel like happened with Cyberpunk 2077. You know, you hear the stories about there's the devs in there that were actually working on it, the people making the thing. They kept saying, oh, it's, it's, we need to delay it. We need to make it better. But the, they were like, oh, we've delayed it too much. We have to push it out. And I'm, it's at that point where I'm like sick of these big studios having their hand in these creative projects. Cause I feel like Pokemon could be way better. I just don't know how you, how do you improve Pokemon at this point? How do you improve it? Like you just, do you make Pokemon rainbow in every single region, every single, <laughs> that's always what we always dream of, but it's never going to happen. Because then there's like, well, then there's no point in making Pokemon. But it's like, I feel like if they like, they optimize online more, and they do like, they can mix up like GTA Five and make it massively multiplayer online. Make it like GTA Five. Make it where you can go to any region, any Pokemon. Add a new region as well, mm-hmm. and then like, allow your workers way up, and like, a lot of players to interact and stuff. I know it goes against the kid element of it. Like that's the reason they mm-hmm. don't like online play much. But like, they can make like a GTA Five type thing where it literally makes money, it prints money for them. Like Rockstar is literally GTA Five is about to be eight years old, and still they've now what it's re- getting remastered for the second time. Yeah, and people play like that game so much. Oh, I know it's free now, but like Pokemon could do that, and then like they could literally just make a massive game and then just sit back and not to do anything for like five years. Oh, straight well, up. Like, it, it, the, the Pokemon anime now, they have Pokemon Journeys, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're like, okay, now we're just putting Ash where you can go to all the I heard, things. like, Ash is, like, a secondary character in that. He's not even, like, the main character. They have him and Go, and Go is also a main character, and they're both, like, going at it. And it's interesting because he, you know, we've seen old characters come back. We've seen Brock, we've seen Dawn, and we're seeing all these characters come back from the anime, and I'm like, okay, if that's what you're going to do with the anime, and now you can make it, he can go to any region, capture any Pokemon, all that, that's cool. Do that with the games, like you're just saying, like. Right, and would, like. Would you pay for DLC if it was like that? Like every new area was like just yes. bucks. Yeah, I would. I, I didn't get the new DLC for Sword and Shield because oh, I'm like, either. I'm like, I don't care about the wild area, and like, I'm just gonna play it once and then never play it again. I, I don't. I was like, I'm probably not gonna play it. Oh, 100. So percent I was like, I'm not gonna get it. Well, it's like, why would you spend money on something like you said? You'll play it once, never play it again. I mean, I, I missed the GameStop events. Do you remember like the mystery Pokemon? Going with your game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's I remember that. Some I, I remember I went for X and Y. I went to the midnight release at GameStop and oh, like, for, so awesome. yeah, it was so fun. Um, I was so excited for X and Y because I was like three yes jump. 
I had gotten... I think the only time I got, like, a big pre-order on Pokemon... I got Pokemon Platinum, and I got the Giratina statue, the small one that came with it. Ah, I wonder where that is. Oh, my... It was so cool. I loved it so much. But, oh, my God, I'm with you on this. I'm burnt out, but I also love Pokemon. It's like I a love vicious it. cycle. It's, 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 a, it's, like a, it's like a sentimental thing, a nostalgic thing, but... I mean, I play, like... Um, like, I do battle simulators and stuff when I'm really, really, really bored. Pokemon Showdown, mm-hmm. battle simulator. Like, I do that when I'm really bored, but, uh... What was that? What was the Pokemon game they released that was, like, a fighting stuff? Pokemon Tekken. Tekken, Tekken Tournament, Pokemon... Yeah! Te- oh, it's Tekken, a Pokemon Tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I got it. I remember getting it and playing it... And it just, it, it was cool, but it also at the same point, like, like you said. It's just, it's not, it's, it's like, it's like, there's a novelty of it being Pokemon, but besides that, it's just like Tekken, or yeah, a fighting game, yeah, and, and with it, Pokemon characters in it. It's not really, like, it doesn't really have the Pokemon feel to it. What, what was that? That's awesome. They, I think they upscale it for the Switch, I think. Those are good games, though. Pokemon, like, the two games on GameCube are so good. Gale of Darkness and then Pokemon Coliseum. Those games are so, like, Gale of Darkness is a full-scale Pokemon game on a console. That's it, like... It, it, they were okay. That's why I was. So and then Battle Revolution was, so was just like scaled down, and it was really just a battle simulator. Because they had a story like this. They, it was like they had Pokemon Stadium, the battle simulator. Then they went up to make a story, and then they just went back down to Battle mm-hmm. Revolution. I'm like, what the hell? I remember the stories were so cool, and I remember like because you would do the dual battles mainly. That and then you, like the Pokemon were possessed. It was like, mm-hmm. a little different. It was a little different, and like the region was kind of interesting. What would happen? Like like. I saw a video that was comparing that these games are better than X and Y in terms of, like, they put more attention in... Probably, honestly. If you look at it, they put more attention into the moves that the Pokemon do in this game than in X and Y. Like, each one has a unique move in this game than they did with X and Y. Honestly, I wouldn't doubt that, and also, I wouldn't doubt, like... Like, I also... Another thing, Pokemon, like... The evil team always sucks now. Like, well, who the oh hell? Like, God. Team Skull, Team Flare. Like, Team Flare was terrible. Team Seems... Galactic was the last one. T- that team Galactic was like the last one. Oh, I yeah. Cyrus was like a, like a fucking. Cyrus badass. felt so cool. That was I... a badass man. But then, like, and like Cynthia was the last good champion. All the champions are pushovers now. Like, what the Cynthia, hell? Cynthia, that Garchomp hurt. That yeah. Garchomp hurt. Like, I mean, Gen Five. Like, I guess N. Taking, like, it was kind of cool. Gen 5 had the best story out of all Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. Gen, Gen 7 story was kind of good, actually. Gen 7, they had, like, Lily. Sun and Moon. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they had Lily, and you had to, like, go with the Paradise. And, and I like that they changed up the formula a little bit there, but still, it wasn't like, enough to fully redeem it. Yeah, like, it's still kind of typical. Oh, it was a bad team. and there's, But there was two bad teams there, basically. That's basically the whole, like... <laughs> Do you see one one hundred thousand dollars for a Pokemon Emerald copy not opened? What is? I mean, that's is that really? That's not how with a hundred thousand. No, but it's the first part. Look at that. Seven viewed this hour. <laughs> We're not the only one in the past hour to look at that. I feel like, dude, have you ever heard of like the extreme market that is sports cards? Mm-hmm. Like literally, people go buy sports cards and they're worth millions and millions of dollars. Like the Tom Brady rookie card. Like people like that's a like it's like a stock investment thing. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like a stock investment, almost, like, buy, like, a rookie card and become really good. Like, 75000 for his rookie card. Like, that was back when, that's 20 years old now. 75000 so, like, come on. Did you ever think Tom Brady would get where he's now? Like, where we get to the level of... Well, obviously, like, he's literally been in the league since we were born. So, I don't really know. When you, you were born in 99, mm-hmm. so I was born in 2000. He literally was drafted before I was born, mm-hmm. in April of 2000. So, he's literally been in the league. So, 
Oh. But anyway, I mean, up, did your family ever talk about him? About Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah, because you hated him. I, yeah, yeah, my family did too. My, I'm so my dad, hardcore um, Broncos, but also Oregon Ducks for college. And so any mention of Tom Brady when it came to the Broncos, he just. <gasps> yeah, my uh, my dad's a Colts. Well, my dad's a Colts fan, okay. and so Peyton Manning. Uh-huh. Over Tom Brady. Tom, they were always rivals. Peyton Manning was the only one that could challenge Tom Brady. Without Peyton Manning, Brady has like 10 rings right now. He has seven now, but I hate him. I hate him. He, I just, it's sick of him. It's just boring. He's playing with the Buccaneers right now, right? Yeah, he won the Super Bowl this year. Oh, my God. In like first year of the Buc- Okay, just like, I just hate, he always, every time he wins, it's always getting all the credit. And every time he loses, he's never getting any like blame. And I just feel like all his fans are just like, Riding his dick so much. Oh yeah, yeah. And like the, they're like, well, rings, rings, rings. I'm like, yes, like he has the most rings ever, and he's the, you can't deny he's the best quarterback ever in terms of legacy. But like, I don't think he's my, he's not my goat because he he has the, always had the best coach with Belichick, and then now he's on the Bucks where they have a super team. Like he he's always had a great situation. Right. And I just don't know. And that, that's my thing. I've always thought about it with it. He there's no denying Tom Brady himself is a good player. He is a good player. He's the best of all time in terms of accolades. You can't deny he's because right. he has seven rings. He has like uh, like five or six MVP Super Bowl MVPs. Like you can't deny that. But, but he is so cocky about it. He's, all. A, he's, an, he's an asshole, and I think what helps him too is like his wife makes more than he does, mm-hmm. Giselle. So he's able to take pay cuts, and then they're able to like build a team around him. Which I mean, obviously, like good for him. But like it just pisses yeah. me off that he's, he's so an full. asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. He oh, he's a bitch too. He like complains about the call. He complains a lot. I he complains. Oh my God. He's such a complainer, man. Honestly, God, I would not mind. He's so entitled. Well, he knows he's like oh like like. I'm the goat, so I deserve all these. Like he's like really entitled, and then also he's just kissing his son on the lips. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is just like I don't care. Like, like you can kiss on the lips, but like that was like a passionate like kiss. That was like a long kiss, and he was like, he's like, yeah, come back, give me a kiss. I was like, oh my god. You know, his son's gonna grow up and be like, dad, what the fuck? Like, dad, you really sexually abused me. Dude, oh. literally, there's gonna be all these sexual allegations against Tom Brady in like ten years because of his kids. Yeah, it's like I cherry faction towards your kids. Like it's good to do that as a father, but like. He, like, literally, like, made out with his son. And it's disgusting, too. Like, like at some age, you at some age, you I feel like, video? yeah, yeah, I feel like at some age, you have to stop. I feel like. His son was, like, at least 11 or 12. I think it's, he's at least, like, we listen to the audio? Is your mic on? Are your headset on? Right <laughs> Look at his son. His son's like, no. No, Jack. Everything comes with a cost, but that was like a peck. Everything comes with a cost. That was just a peck. Yeah. Cam Newton. Oh. Everything comes at a cost. Not like, like come back. Everything comes at a cost, bud. Everything comes at a cost. Motherfucker. That is disgusting. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. He's stealing his son's Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> just the first one wasn't bad. I mean, like, I don't care. I, I wouldn't, like, kissing some on the lips isn't, like, a bad thing. Oh, yeah. But, like, like the second one, he's like, come back. His son's like, no. He's okay. like, see? Like, and then his son's like, no. And then and then his son's like, no, I don't want to kiss. I, don't, I didn't want to kiss you first time. And then, like. It, it's disgusting because, also, I feel like at some age, you stop kissing your parents on the mouth. I feel like that's Yes. Terrible. You don't kiss I, your parents. Like, after, like, the age of, like, I don't know, like, Seven, eight? I think I kissed I my dad on my on the mouth like two times my entire life. Yeah, my mom, I think I give kisses like maybe till I was like six, seven, like you said. Yeah, I mean I don't think I've ever kissed my dad on the lips ever. I think my dad and I were very uncomfortable about it, but like I did it when I was like a small kid, like two or three, like yeah, like, like like that's like when you're not conscious about it, like yeah, you do, like and but then, then once you know it's like. I was like a 
<laughs> and he's wiping his wiping his he wiped his, he wiped his mouth, you know? Yeah. Cam Newton? Yeah, okay. Oh. Oh, how long is that? How long is that? That is one two three. That's a three second kiss between a father and a son. God, and just like it's just an awkward side, like knowing what it is. And then he's wiping his mouth off, like it's just like and he, not a good look, man. He looks like he's enjoying it. Yes, that he like he like like what do I get? And then he's like, come back. And I'm like, what the hell? That is disgusting, <laughs> dude. What the hell? Oh my god. Oh my god. I've been but, watching, as you can see, a lot of Mr. Beast lately. <laughs> where does this blue YouTube theme? You have like a plugin? Oh yeah, I have. Uh, it's for Firefox. It's it, just blue. Yeah, and it can make me suck. Are you, why you Firefox over Chrome? Um, Why is Firefox better than Chrome in your opinion? I used Chrome for so long, and then I, when I got my new computer, everyone, all my friends on Discord are railing me about how Chrome uses so much RAM and like background space, and I was just like, fine. Is it true? I don't know. Let's let's look it up. Like, I've always used Chrome. Use How's Google Chrome manage RAM? Browser like RAM. There's a lot of RAM. But like, if you have a computer like that, does it really matter if you're using a lot of RAM? Oh, no. Isn't that I what just, you're but then I, as soon as I started using Firefox, I just haven't been able to go back. Like, I have no complaints against Chrome. It's just like once I get settled with something, it's easier just to stick with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, I have no complaints against Chrome. But because look at that. Apparently, mine <laughs> that I was being told uses so much little less. I just use Chrome because of all the integration you have with Google accounts mm -hmm. and like. Basically, that's literally the only reason I like it. And, like, obviously, like, I'm just used to it at this point. But Poor Edge. Edge? Who uses fucking Edge? Uh, Opera? What even is Opera? It's, uh, I, 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 you know. Um, Safari even uses the most. And poor Macs have, like, people just, they, they just say, yeah, I have Safari, that's it. And they just stick with it. And look at that, it uses so much. Yeah, no, I, 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 I hate Apple and like the integration of Apple. Like Apple, Apple is so hard to use. I just hate Apple. I have to give respect to Tim Cook for what he most recently did. You see what he did with the newest update? Now he's making it so if like Facebook, Instagram, all they want to use your like any of your shit, they have to ask permission. You can turn it off in settings. I mean, that's cool. Like I think like I think Apple is obviously like more of a brand than a like innovator. At this oh, hundred percent. Like, I think a, it's a feel of a brand and people have familiarity with it. And oh, they don't want to did it, you see the so. AirPod Max or whatever the, the newest AirPod? Yes, yeah, thing is too. They they like overcharge for shit. Like they. they the dongle you can buy. $550 for over-the-head earphones. <laughs> <laughs> the imposter. The imposter is sus. <laughs> AirPod case, but no. What the hell? Why have we called AirPods? They're just headphones. They're exactly. just headphones. What exactly. the hell? They're not even pods. They go over your ear. The only cool design they have is that their case, they fold sideways, and the headphone is the band. Like, the, 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 the case-carrying part is the band. But that's not warranting a $550 price when I can buy Beats for half the price, basically. The one good thing, though, is that... <laughs> Because Air, with AirPods, if you lose one, you they're fucked. You can't use right, them. Right, right. So at least that I've always I've never been a good like earbud person because I, I have really small ears and I, I feel like they get plugged up. I, I like headphones more. Have you? Uh, they're more comfortable. Do you the problem where like if you open your mouth, they'll fall out? Yep. Okay. And they just get very like your your ears are like pretty small. My yeah, yeah, ear up and yeah, pretty small yeah. and like it just doesn't sound comfortable for me. Now that's obviously way better when you're working out or something like that. So maybe you get some for those. But I've had my AirPods over there for two years. But oh my god, to this day still, if I open my mouth, like I'm eat, if I if I'm trying to eat food on break while listening to something, I'll chew and then they're just like, see you later. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I guess if it, if it's like if as long as you don't move, I guess they're fine. Like they're it's nice to not like. It's easy to lay in bed with them, which is nice. Right, it just, I, I, I purely just use them when I'm at work and I'm just like on break and I'm trying to watch a video. At this point, in, like in, in high school, well, actually, no, that's not true. In college, when I was going to community college, I had to ride the light rail in Denver up to it. So I was taking like about a 40 minute trip back both ways. Where'd you go to community college? 
Community College of Denver for my first year, and then my second year I did Arapahoe Community College, and then. What what made you want to go to like? You just want to like. Um, my brother did it, and so I kind of went the paved way of his. Originally, I wasn't even going to come to CSU. I was just going to do Community College of Denver, and then go straight to CU Denver because that's right there, and just graduate. And then, um, I started dating Nikki. We had everything happen and you know she was about 40 minutes away and she was still a senior in high school so i was like well this sucks so i moved back to castle rock started doing well, it like two years ago yeah and then after that i was like i after chick-fil-a we did a at the local high school we did a night where we were advertising our business and stuff and arapahoe community college is right next to us and they're like oh we're building a new campus here in castle rock and we're like oh cool and they're like yeah you should transfer to us i'm like oh you guys won't take all our credits and then they showed me that they would so then i transferred there and so i finished off down in castle rock and then i had to get my uh, bachelor's and I you're have, not from Castle Rock I know Nikki's from Castle Rock but you're not right? I am I you am. are from oh yeah you're from that's what Alex told me Alex is a friend of ours and he they all I think they all went to like they're all from the same area but like Alex didn't know Weston but he knew Weston's girlfriend Nikki yeah oh yeah we were, we were, we were rivals we, yeah. he went to the rival high school yeah I never knew him and I'm surprised I never knew him because we were all into the same shit <laughs> I don't know it's small I mean it's small world but like same time it's a big like well yeah and then I move up here and then I meet all of them I'm like what the hell how did I not know any of you because apparently Keaton went down there too it's really like yeah with him. yeah I'm like how did I not know a single one of you but you both knew Nikki that's weird very weird experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn, I got a LinkedIn notification. Dude, like, those notifications are like, your profile's been viewed on LinkedIn. I'm like, I really, I don't have, like, the gold account, because I don't need it yet. Oh, it's no, like, I don't either. I, I, I had to, for an assignment, like, up it, make it more fancy and looking, and then I added, like, a hundred people as, like, uh, connections. Yeah. Mm. I, um, I mean, like, I'm going to have to use it eventually, but, I mean, hopefully that's, like, two years away. You have to use uh, Handshake now, too. They're making us use Handshake at the school. Have you used Handshake yet? Uh, for one of my classes, it's, like, preparedness. We have to use Handshake. It's like, it's like with, uh, for recommended student media, they're making only the management staff use Monday. Oh, I've heard of that. And we had to, like, put our, sh- like, our stories in. I've only put, like, no shade to Krista or, or who was on the show or Alex Cullen, but I'm the only person that puts in my stories. And I stopped doing it after break because there's no point. But, like, are you doing anything for tomorrow, by the way? Well, I reached out to Alex and I said, hey, do you want to do anything? Or, no, I didn't reach out to her. I said in the, uh, oh, that she did reply. We don't have much plan, but we're trying to make it. Yeah, so she'd let us know what she wanted. She said we could make anything, but I, I know that comes with some sort of stuff. I did get information about the new the nerd show, so we're talking about that right now. Are you is it, you think you'd be down to do that and news? Yeah, it's not, that wouldn't be that bad. Especially with everything online right now, I can just come home after like now to work and just edit that. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I have to do I have to uh, edit something for sports tonight, and then I have to see if Cam wants to do something tomorrow. Like another thing is like. I still have to hold my meetings, even though no one shows up now. <laughs> and it's uh, kind of a drag. But. That's what I felt bad for both Krista and Alex, because I had them both uh, as, you know, directors at one point. And when I was in Krista's, there would be people who just didn't show up, and I felt so bad. And then for Alex, she would literally put in the chats, like, message, like, hey, meeting tomorrow, this time. Yeah, and, like, I, three people would show up. My Mine is literally just, I mean, mine's more of, like, a message board. I put stuff out. No one react. Like, I probably, I'm, next year it's going to be more engagement. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, like... I, tr- I mean, I obviously, like, do everything I need to, but... Well, that's something we definitely want to work on. Um, I think we just need engagement communication for next year. Yeah, a little definitely, bit more. definitely. And I, I definitely think Krista and Katie can work towards that. I think, I think yeah, I think we'll get that. Um, Krista, Katie, um, anyone who's listening to this, hi. Um, What's we're, up? We're not trash-talking you. We're not trash-talking you. We love you. We do love you. Uh, we'll- um, no, I mean, we're just... 
Yeah, I think that's one thing we need to improve for sure. And like, I think people are like, are like, yeah, all I have to do is show up to like a show, but it's like more than it's like three days a week. Oh yeah, I, uh, like, so, also for everyone who doesn't know, I introduced Krista, you know, as the new executive <laughs> producer. Casey is the uh, sports director, and he's going. He was it for this semester and last semester, and for next, well, whole, all of next year. As yeah, a whole. yeah, right. It's a yearly thing. And uh, he was a pretty good one. His 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 anchors always put out quality stuff. Brandon Fairbairn with the Blitz season one and two. Dude, he improved so much. Brandon, I'm proud of you. Also, I hope you're feeling okay. You know, Brandon got into a car accident on Monday. He's, yeah. Oh no, I did not know that. No, yeah, he uh, he got into a car accident. So like, how bad? I don't think he's. I don't think it's that bad. Okay. He said he just had some bruises and stuff, but he's like going. He's like in pretty much a good amount of pain so Brendan if you're listening to this you probably aren't but if you are I hope you feel better and we really appreciate you and we're excited to work with I'm excited to work with you again next semester yeah Brendan you came through uh, Chick-fil-A the other day I gave you some uh, food on the house because I said you're the blitz it was after our last show wait when 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 is that like two weeks ago oh, he, came through. he literally DM'd me he was so nice he was like you're the goat thank you he's with all of his friends and I just like they're like can we get sauce I was like oh I'll give you sauce I slid in like rows of Chick-fil-A sauce <laughs> and so Brendan dang uh, I'm hoping uh, I hope you feel better if you even listen to this if not that's okay you know this, yeah but this is a very low key podcast I'm sure I'm sure he'll be okay I, I just so. damn it was just like it's a lot of stuff that's really sad stuff. yeah I mean I might have to go home like, cause I mean, for me, I am um, from Virginia, so I'm gonna have to go home. I mean, I'm moving out in like mid-May because my lease is up, so I'll be gone for the summer. But uh, do you know where you're gonna move in next year? Are you moving back to the same place? No, different place. Mm-hmm. I'm moving out. Um, do not like my roommates. I I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I'm moving into with more friends, and like, I think it should be better. Um, I just like this. It's just like it's a learning experience. Like, I don't know about you. Did, did you have you had any bad roommates experiences? Or no? Uh, when I lived in Denver for that community college of Denver, I lived up there for six months, and they were like, I I did not get. It's not that I didn't get along with them. I just never connected with them. Yeah, it's kind of like mine. One time, that entire power went out in this huge block of Denver. And we were in it, and rather like I was like, hey guys, like I'm a little scared, and they just threw a party in our apartment during the blackout, and I was what like. The I was like, I was like, guys, I was like, I don't like this. They're like snorting cocaine. They're like doing all the shit. And I'm like, guys, I'm so uncomfortable right now. I'm just going to go to bed. I would just like stand. Yeah, I think mine is just like, we were friends last year, but it's just like, I think it's just, I don't know. I think it's hard to like be friends with somebody when they don't put an effort towards it, towards the relationship. So it's like, if they're not going to put effort towards being friends with me, I'm not going to put that effort towards it. So I think it's the issue with mine. And like, obviously I want to be roommates with people I'm friends with. Oh yeah. So the, like, the guys, I'm right now. Um, one of them is my Dan. He's in the one right there. Uh, he's been like one of my best friends since probably 2016. Damn. And so we're good friends. And then his brother is the one that's living with us, Johnny. And Johnny and I, you know, we, we butt heads, but he's still a good guy. I have nothing against him. We we just don't always see eye to eye. But it's not like I, I like would say he's a bad roommate. In any sense. Are you living? Are you living here the same situation next year? Yeah, I renewed my lease for uh, all next year. But... Do you have to move? Do you have to move out? Or you just stay. I can stay. Unfortunately, Dan and Kaylee, so his girlfriend's in there, too. They've been dating there for four years. They just got engaged. Oh, shit, They're yeah. moving that right across sad. the way to the apartment, like, right in front of us. So they're going to be, like, literally 30 seconds away. But they have to move out for, like, three weeks. Oh, and it man. sucks because I'm like, dang. And then Kaylee was really stressed about it. She was like, I don't know where we're going to be for that entire time. And I was like, you can stay here. But at the same time, she so she has a job here at a hospital. And she has to work Saturdays and Sundays both from 12... 
or no, from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm. And so she was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to handle that and also moving in and out. And I was like, yeah, that's really stressful. I'm really glad I don't have to move out. Like, are you, is your plan, are you going to go up to Castle Rock for the summer or are you just going to stay here? Uh, I think I'm going to do like a little bit of mixture of both. I'll stay here and then go down there sometime. What about like, how does the Chick-fil-A thing work? Because I know you work, you have a Chick-fil-A job up there and here. So like, do you just transfer back and forth? They don't care. Like, um, If I give enough notice to the one down there and then request time off here, I can go down there and work for like a week or two and then come back up. Um, however, the whole intention that I have right now, from what I understand, uh, is I'm going to, once I graduate, go back down there and become a director down there. Oh, really? You, got a job I, in, you have job in Chick-fil-A? Yeah, you? they have. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, what is it called? Uh, How long was Chick-fil-A? Like, when, is, when did you first start working at Chick-fil-A? Like, 16, when you were 16? Uh, yes. Um, let me see. Is that it? No, that's not it. Um, I started back in October of 20... 16. So you were a junior in high school? Yes. Yeah. I was, oh god, how long ago was that? That was five years ago. Oh, okay, it's gonna be five years this year. I had. Were you bad? At, were you good at your job when you started? Were you, how like, how bad were you at your job when you started? Like, did you start, where do you start? Front of the house, back of the house? Uh, front of house, and I was actually fairly decent because starting from. October to de- September to December of 2015, I worked at Dairy Queen. Oh, okay. And so then... Let me just make the switch. Dairy, Dairy Queen's not that good. Well, I, I quit my job because I hated it. And I realized now, looking back at it, it wasn't even that bad. I just hated it because I didn't want to... I don't know. I just... I, I didn't want it for some reason. But... So then, from January to March, I took that time off. I did nothing. And then my parents in March were like, get a job. So okay. I applied to McDonald's. Oh, my God, dude. That's what I did. <laughs> I got a job at McDonald's for six months. Cause like, they- McDonald's literally hires anybody. Like, yeah. that's the okay. thing. Like, it's... Well, that's what I did because I was like, oh, I need a job. I'll just apply to McDonald's and, like, get an easy job. And... Sucks. I hated it. And yeah, I, I I only lasted. I quit after a day. I I, I pulled one day a thirteen hour and I didn't get it. Yeah, that's the. They don't care about like, and especially like if you're like sixteen, you still have labor laws apply to you. You can only work eight hours a day. They don't give a fuck. Like they don't give a fuck. They will not unless unless you say I only have eight hour limit. Like they will not let you like they will not they will it's on you and it's also on you like get your paycheck and like stuff like that like you have to ask for it and everything well that's what's like i go from march april may june and all the way there and then september i finally had enough i applied to chick-fil-a even as my first job and they never emailed me back i applied there and told them i had work experience this time i got an email i skipped work went to the interview got it and i went in and i i had work experience then so i loved it and i worked my ass off at that chick-fil-a they had these things called rocks so if you did really good they would write your name on a rock and they'd say you're a rock star you like did it <laughs> I hold the record there for getting a rock the fastest. I got it in 10 minutes. Wow. I know. To this day, I brag about it. And people are like, you got a fucking rock in 10 minutes. So what? I'm like, no, I got a fucking rock. Yeah. How minutes. do you, t- how? I, um, what do you do? So literally, they asked nothing of me. They were just like, go sit down while we're doing our training. And this woman was coming in with her baby holding a thing. And she also was pregnant. And so I held the door open for her. I didn't know how to take her order, but I stood by her at the register. And I said, hey, let me go get you some tabletops. And I'll make sure I get a booster seat for your kid and everything. And then I was catering to her. And all this time, they didn't know what I was doing because they were in the back trying to get me my training booklet but apparently they were watching me on the cameras so they came up and they're like it was a test it was a test well this thing is apparently it wasn't but i felt like it was such a fucking test in that moment i was like are you kidding me it went above and beyond yeah it's that, that's what they called it the above and beyond the second mile service so then that's how i did it yeah i mean what was like what was what was the worst experience you were like of you working at mcdonald's because i can let you know my i only worked there for a day again so i mean i <sighs> Worst experience, worst experience. Did you start on register? <laughs> did you start on register or did you go? I did everything. I, mean, I did kitchen, I did register, I cleaned. I think the worst experience, I have two. 
I'm sorry, McDonald's, if this offends anybody there. Mc, hey, McDonald's is a great place, but it also does suck. I still eat you guys every single day. Yes. This, this fight, like, I, I could go and get there, like, as I live from one, like, two minutes away from me. Sponsor, sponsor Weston, okay? He'll yeah, take the sponsorship. This is just specifically certain people. The management, from what I've heard, has gotten better. And the one up here in Fort Collins, actually, they're super nice to me. I like them a lot. So yes. it sounds like they actually have good vibes here. Yes. Um, one of my bad experiences is I told them explicitly... <laughs> I, this is when I was playing. I could not work Easter. My mom was putting this whole feast together. They said, okay, my first shift was Easter. From they, they just say that. They just like, oh, yeah, okay. And then they just like forget about it. And I was like, what? And so I went in, and then nobody trained me. They expected me to know what I was doing. Dude, that's me. That's how I me. Mean. So basically what happened to me is I came in, I, I applied, I got the job, obviously, because like they accept anybody because mm -hmm. it's so high turnover. Um, I go in, and they put me on register. It's a Sunday. And the thing about Sundays that suck is that there's a bunch of regulars there that always, it's like a bunch of old people. They always, they know exactly what they want and they get the same thing every day for like 30 years and so i like didn't even know what i was doing on register and i messed up several times on register and they would just like just get pissed at me and stuff i'm like what you guys didn't teach me anything and uh i worked like nine hours and then i got my wisdom teeth out got dry socket and then just like never went back oh and that's basically like what happened because like also what sucked too is what i didn't like with the dogs i worked out was like they didn't like i want to schedule i want to know when i'm mm -hmm. working on like, two weeks in advance they would just be like oh yeah you can come in tomorrow i'm like like i need to know like i can't just be doing this like i dropped my everything they got mad at me because i gave them a three-day notice for a schedule like i needed a day off but they hadn't posted the schedule and so i said I, d I don't know when to tell you and they said two weeks i said okay but i've done that before and you guys said no you need to know like like i need you to tell me right before i make the schedule and i'm like when did so when is that it was garbage i i what the other bad experience i had we had hired this new manager he okay th this is gonna sound bad have you seen that video going around on tiktok of the dude with curly hair with a burger king crown on oh, the airplane yeah he looked just like that dude just like <laughs> was it the same guy Probably Burger King Crowdy probably switched. Anyways, <laughs> dude, I'm, I, to anyone oh who gets offended God. by that, I'm sorry. Like that, that's a bad video. He should definitely. definitely a, that guy is abhorrent and an idiot. He's yeah, or horrible guy. I'm not condoning it, but he looked just like that. So actually, this makes sense. I'm trash talking to do what I'm about to talk yes. about. He was a manager, and these women came in, and they were super sweet ladies, and they ordered two meals and two McFlurries. We gave them one sandwich and nothing else. <laughs> And they asked for him. He went over and talked to them, and he got angry at them and started blaming them. I had to step in and handle it like a manager. And then they were like, oh, like, and they didn't get mad at me. They were so sweet to me. But then the very next day, I got called in the back, and they yelled at me for handling it. And they said, you should have let the manager handle it. And I was like, he did nothing. Did you want me to leave them pissed off? Yeah, no. Like, I uh, I think, and then I worked, after McDonald's, I worked at a, like, a local restaurant. So much better because our management, like my management team, and like the, my manager stuck up for us when there's like, bullshit happening, like when people get mad at us for no reason. But like it was just a good, better, way better vibes. But, like, it's just... McDonald's is not great. Oh, 100%. Like, okay. For Obviously. fast, quick, easy food, good. I like it. Don't mind it. When it comes to how they treated their people, it may be different now, and it may be just different at every location. And I'm sure, like, when you get more established in it, like, you've worked there for a several, like, a year, two years, like, it's like, you know what's going on. Well, and that's, but... just, that, that's why I went to, um... I went to Chick-fil-A, because... They, they, you can tell they, they give a crap about the people they're helping, but also about their employees. Right. And I've always heard people trash talk Chick Fil A, like, like you know, there's several reasons. There's the you know gay stuff. Well, they're religious right? reasons. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. For, first of all, I'll, I want to set this clear. If this gets me canceled, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
That is just the views of the people who own Chick-fil-A. Every single operator is different. It's views. a franchise yes. thing, so yes. it's... It, it falls... It, it, we're going to be labeled under that, but if you talk to the people who own these franchises... I've now been with two, Mr. Stein and uh, Mr. Weber. Both of them are great men who I honestly... They have their views, but honestly, at the same time, I don't think they would ever trash talk the LGBTQ community like what I've heard. I don't think they support the conversion camps, all of that. I certainly don't. I work there to make a change, positive change, but I also like working there. Mm. So I don't want to get trash talked for that. I'm sorry if I get canceled for that, but I just had to put that out there. I don't think I canceled for that. I mean, I think <laughs> that's. I mean, like, yeah, I think the one in my hometown. Uh, my brother worked there, and uh, I think it's different. It's different for each flight. It's kind of weird. How it's different there. That one in my hometown was like not great because it was like a military environment. He mm-hmm. was a military man, very regiment, and it was like there was like a click of like it was like very clicky. Was my brother told me, and like so he he worked there for like a year, but uh, but yeah. I've, I've literally never had a bad experience with Chick-fil-A to the point where, like, it makes me want to quit. I've had some where I'm like, okay, I disagree with that. But they're always willing to listen to the people. They're willing to learn. They're willing to care. And people, I, I, I see these videos on TikTok where people are like, no, Chick-fil-A, they were so strict and all that. Mine are not strict at all. I Maybe I just got the golden It jackpot. depends. It depends. Yeah. It just depends on the well, maybe that's where Well, maybe that's where I was kind of going with the whole McDonald's yeah. thing. Maybe it's just dependent on everyone's experience. I'm sure there's, like, some really nice McDonald's that are, like, g- that's great. What I'm, yeah. There's probably, like, like I got to yeah. imagine there's some that like are the sweetest people on this planet I, I see TikTok videos where it's like family owned ones and they oh yeah, like, yeah yeah that guy that guy he he's seems like, like he genuinely he loves likes his, his job, job. Yeah. yeah and I'm like okay. he's like trying to own his own franchise yeah and I'm like okay there's there are good McDonald's out there I'm not trash talking the company I'm trash talking certain franchisees and no offense to the ones that I did trash, but you guys were trash. I mean, hey, man, they're not going to listen to this. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you get famous, maybe. But I need to, I need to ask, for a certain uh, for the certain sponsorship, we were, not spe- we were not mentioning their name as to not give them free promotion, but the sponsorship. <laughs> what do you think about the uh, sponsorship you got? Offer. We are getting, he's yeah. already getting offers. I, I, I got a, I got a, I, re, I was reached out to about a sponsorship. I would review their product on it, and they would promote my podcast. Pretty good deal. I get, a, I get, I get, I get this. The name of the company is something I don't know if I want it to be my first sponsorship for. Nothing. Their company, I understand. It is a need that certain groups of people need. I wouldn't say need, but definitely would want. Yes, it's 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 something that's not talked about enough. Yeah, and I, I feel like I feel like for guys specifically, it's a manscaping company. It's, it, yeah, yeah, it's a manscaping company, and um. For girls, it works out well too. It's just I don't know if like like I don't know if I'm the right demographic they're aiming for to name that. Like I, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour is a podcast, and he talks the weirdest crap on his podcast, and I love it. He could sell that company in an instant. I don't know if I had the right ability to sell it. So that's a I, I yeah I struggle with it. <laughs> yeah, nah. I think I mean you can always wait for that first good sponsor and just keep building it up. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But so where you go with that? I'm I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. I appreciate it, but. Yeah, it's official decline from the from Weston. Hey, like ninety nine percent sure. Um, do you do you have like people that like you've worked with like your entire Chick Fil A career, or, like yeah. for a long time? Yeah, actually, funny enough, I have two people up here that worked with me down in Castle Rock and also are now at the Chick Fil A up here, and I've known them for like four years. And but I also have so there's um let's see if I can find pictures like to give faces to like names to these faces, um, one of my favorite all time people in this world, she is my like supported me through everything. Oh, the, it's gonna be under Dyke or Kirby now. Miss Jenna Dyke, aka Jenna Kirby, because she just got married. None of these. Is, <laughs> nice man. She, she, Wait, she, she, I think I saw on Instagram. 
Yeah, that might be it. No, it's not. It changed. Well, let's see if I type in Jenna Kirby. Jenna Kirby profiles Facebook. Dude, I don't have Facebook. Oh, there she is. Hey, Jenna. So, she is like my best friend. She's like an older sister. She is the coolest lady I've ever met. And so, her and I have gotten along. And honestly, I'll still text her this day and be like, hey, um, you know, this is going on. Or, hey, this is what happened to my Chick-fil-A. What happened to your Chick-fil-A? Apparently, one of so we have two locations down in Castle Rock. One of them closed down. And with that, it became so busy that they did a $38,000 hour. Or not hour. Um, $38,000 day in sales. Wow. And I'm like, what the crap? That's insane. That's the owner of the Chick-fil-A. Oh, nice. I used to work at Joe. But yeah, she is probably the number one person I'd say I've worked with that I've stayed. Also, Caden Dauntonville. He is, uh, if you hear this, Caden, you taught me a lot too. They're probably my two main that I have worked with the most, and they've stayed consistent. Oh, it's their wedding announcement. That's so cute. <laughs> At the RSVP for this. That's not the RSVP. Caden, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. 107 days to go. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you actually invite to his wedding or not? I did. And oh, it's did? literally on my fridge. I just forgot to eat. Uh, uh, no. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> wow, well, your girlfriend did, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm RSVPing on the podcast. Caden, feel honored. What? Oh, I forgot a three. Fuck. But yeah, they're the people that I've worked with the most and probably trained me. So I'm glad you asked that question. I have to do the registry. I'll do that later. But yeah, what about you? Is there anybody in the industry, let's say CTV or just any other job that you would consider like has influenced you a lot? Uh, Not really, honestly. Like, I mean, I feel like everybody that at management at CTV this year has been very influential. Oh, my butt burping. Um, yeah, but, um, I mean, Krista, like, mm-hmm. Krista, Alex Cohen, shout out. Um, just, like, Brendan, I mean, there's a lot of people that I love working with, you know, and I'm really excited to get to work with these people again next year. Oh, it's, um, yeah, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, but, like, I, I, I really had, like, two jobs in my life, so it's, it's kind of hard. I haven't stayed somewhere, like, you know, three, two, three years, four years, so it's a little hard, but... I would say, yeah. Honestly, I do feel like I'm a little abnormal. I don't feel like a lot of kids stay with their job that they started. I feel like people have a have a need to, like a need to change. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you've gotten like I'm sure you got like raises and stuff as you stayed. Or... Oh yeah, and you know I got promotions and stuff. And every... are you like a shift lead now or what? So when I was down in Castle Rock, it was really weird. We went from I went from team member, team leader to shift supervisor, and then we got they changed the name to operational excellence leader, and then he got rid of that position altogether. So I went back down to team leader. Which at first I was really pissed off of. Joe, if you're hearing this, you know I was pissed off. But why? Because he just you, you, got, you got a raise and then you didn't get a raise. Like, well, no, no, there was no change in the pay. I just felt like I was like, man, I earned this, and now I feel like this, sh- they, like now you're just like a regular. Yeah, it's being changed. But then Joe and Jenna both talked to me. They're like, no, calm down. Like it's not like you're fine. I was like, yeah, you're right. And so I was peeved for no reason. So this is me admitting, even though I already admitted, it, you guys are right. I was wrong. But so now here, up in Fort Collins. I'm a team member again. I didn't transfer over in the same thing, 
but I'm in the process to becoming an assistant manager. I was talked about becoming a manager, but I kind of stepped down because I was like, I don't know if I can handle that responsibility right now with school and CTV. So. Like, what, like for the manager, you have to set schedules and stuff like that? You have to, so there's different things you all have to do, but the main big thing is they really want you to work 40 hours a week. And I was like, 40 hours so a week. So that's like eight hours at five. Uh, yeah, five, eight hours. So like, let's say you have, no, you can't do Thursday, then you have to work on a weekend day. Well, I'm already working on Saturday, but I can't work on Sunday. So then that literally makes it so. You, either you have no other days off. And also, yeah. if I want to get good content, I would like I would that would be a struggle for the show. And that's what I'm struggling. Do you work about four semester. days a week? Uh, right now, I'm working. I'm working five, yeah. but I'm only working about thirty-one hours a week. So I have some that are like four-hour shifts. Oh yeah. That I'm just doing like delivery for them. D- delivery is that fun? Just like being. Oh my god! I, yes, I literally last next week because I told her I could work at eleven to eight on Saturday. She scheduled me four deliveries that week, like four delivery shifts, and I'm like, oh hell yeah! I want to get tips. I'm gonna be listening to podcasts the entire time. So like, it's like, how do you order? Is like an app they order to the app? Oh, yeah, you just order to the Chick-fil-A. What is like the delivery zone? How far away? I don't know actually. Because like, looked. I mean, like obviously, like I feel like college is like that. Like the one in Chick-fil-A, like Chick-fil-A in Fort Collins is kind of far away from the residential area of Fort mm-hmm. Collins, where all the students. It's like two and a half miles away. I've delivered all the way to Aggie before. Really? Aggie Village, yeah. So it's it, it's a pretty decent... I'm actually going to pull it up, and I'm just going to be like Chick-fil-A, and I'm going to see what happens. Let's see. Deliver to me. Use this address. Can they deliver here? They can deliver it all the way to here. And this is my Chick-fil-A over by Target. So that's a pretty... Oh, wait. No, they can't. Oh, wait. So is it done through DoorDash? Like, are, you, are you, like, contracted through DoorDash? So technically, no. It, it originally default to us, but then if it's out of our delivery range, it'll switch to DoorDash. Nice. So, okay, so I guess we can't reach you. Damn, that's sad. Chick-fil-A, extend your reach. I want to be able to see my favorite co-workers deliver <laughs> my food. I'm probably, like, two and a half miles away. So you could probably... I think I think it's, like, a five-mile radius, honestly. It'll, Is there, like, an order minimum? No. I've, I've literally just delivered a Chick-fil-A sandwich before. <laughs> Do people, like, have them leave them on the door, or do you have to, like... Uh, it's whatever they request. We need to leave a door. We just put it down. We'll knock or we'll even take a picture and just be like, hey, we left it for you. Sometimes they want it to be greeted and handed to them. It's whatever they put it's in It's so that. quick. Like, you just, in like, is it like a thing where you're, 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 you're kind of like pizza delivery where you're constantly trying to go as back as fast as you can to get more mm-hmm. orders, more tips? Do you still get paid hourly, though? Yeah. So, it's, so you're, you're like getting tips well, and hourly. Chick-fil-A is really cool because the thing is, the hourly for t- delivery is $10, right? But I'm making 14 and they said, okay, here's the deal. If you don't make with tips enough for 14 an hour, we'll just give you 14 an hour, regardless. So you're basically... Gonna so no matter what, I still make that 14. But no, you're probably regardless. making more. Do you usually... How, like... What do the, t- the tips work? Do you get all the tip or no? Uh, yeah, we get the entire tip. And I... I think the... Ooh. The most I've made with, like, tips in an hour is I've made... <gasps> For four hours straight, twenty five is an hour. So I made a hundred dollars wow. in one four hour shift, and I that was cool. I was like, that was cool. I could never do that regularly with delivery, but then also I had to deliver like a hundred dollar order. I had to, like I was carrying like two gallons, bags on both arms, so it was worth it. And then what were you doing? What do you do in the kitchen? Like when you're there? Um, normally I'll just do like nuggets and fries. Um, which is I remember, you bread everything and then cook. we'll do breading, but also just like boxing it, and it doesn't sound like it'd be that intense. But oh my god, when we're getting like ten orders a minute, I'm like that, the Chick Fil A is always so busy. But I think like I mean using the tablets makes it way more streamlined because oh it's god, just yeah. like it order orders in goes straight to the kitchen. You don't even have to use the box thing anymore. Honestly, I don't know why more companies haven't thought about doing that. Like I feel like they get a lot more business if they do that. Because like everything's already done, you can we have more time essentially. Because you're not like you can't you don't have to wait until you get to the order thing. Yeah, honestly, so. and the, but the thing is also I can understand it. Like 
believe it or not, the Raisin Cane's down in our Castle Rock. Like, they opened right next to our Chick-fil-A, like, across the street. Wow. Because they said they were going to run some of business. Right now, it was the busiest they've ever been with that Chick-fil-A closed for remodels. Before that, they would get, like, per hour, maybe, like, 15 cars. I think Alex said, Alex was telling me that they it's not busy. For some reason, it's busy here. I don't know why it's busy here. Right, I, I feel like Canes is way more... Like, I mean, it's pretty even between Chick-fil-A and Canes. I think Canes might have... I don't know. It's... It's difficult to say, but, like, they both get really good business. Well, that's the thing. And when you, we even talked about doing that today, possibly, like, a comparison between them. The hard thing is, they're just so... Even their chicken's so different. I mean, their menu isn't as, like... It's literally just chicken, toast, and fries. And I think mm-hmm. their sides aren't as good as Chick-fil-A's. Chicken... I mean, I think the chicken strips are way better than Chick-fil-A's. Oh, I I'm, think Chick-fil-A's I, strips I, I've better. had to come to the conclusion that I like Kane's. I, I, that's a conclusion I had to fries, face. Fries need a lot of, like, either sauce or salt. Like, Chick-fil-A's oh, fries are better. The, the crinkle cut fries, yeah, they just feel bland. Yeah, they're just bland. If you get well done fries at Chick-fil-A, supreme. The toast, obviously, great. Oh, um, toast, yeah. Obviously, I wish Canes had, like, desserts or, like, anything other than just chicken, toast, and fries. Have you ever had Slim Chickens? Uh, no. I, I've had Comet, though. But. Slim Chickens is a company that just came out here, and Nikki's mom has helped proprietize it, and it they have, like, chicken baskets like Cane's. They have regular cut fries, they have toast, they have chicken, and they have these dessert jars. Oh, my God. Slim Chickens might beat Rick, uh, Chick-fil-A for me in terms of chicken. I mean, obviously, like, Chick-fil-A's mac and cheese is so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, that baked mac and cheese. Chick-fil-A's mac and cheese is very good, obviously. You can't go wrong with, like... Ice, I mean, ice cream, obviously. Like, that's, like, standard bowling. We're getting our cone shake. You know, guess what? Guess what? what you still have ice cream right now? Like, like, uh, we didn't do cones because of COVID. But also, we're... Op- oh, fuck. We opened our dining room back up today. Oh, really? <laughs> People can come in now. It's not like a it's not like a big... I mean, I feel like companies are starting to figure out they don't need a really need a dining room anymore. They can just have a kitchen and oh. drive through. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. But we're doing it, like, waiting style now. So they'll come in. We have an iPad. We'll sit them down, take their order on the iPad, and then bring their food. They no longer have to go to the register to order. It's I think that, that position's obsolete. Either with, either with, like, McDonald's has the things where you can touch screens, or, like, it just streamlines everything. Oh, 100%. And at Um, this point, we're only doing it for the COVID aspect. We've never done waiting before. Like, we'll bring them their food, but, like, the actual iPad walking up to their table, taking it. Yeah, like, the front of house is more just, like, that's why they're they're outside all the time now. Oh, 100%. They're basically outside. They're not even in the... I don't ever think Chick-fil-A, though, could ever 100% get rid of front of house. With the way they act, they're like, you know, for my pleasure, all that. I think we'll always have that. The customer yeah, uh-huh. aspect of it. I don't think I could ever see them doing test screen. It'd be weird. Yeah. I mean, McDonald's, it's nice because you order it and then you sit down. But, like, I don't really, for fast food, I don't really want to sit down. I just want to grab my food, go eat it. Honestly, yeah. I, I, if I want to go sit down and go, like, chili, <laughs> Chili's, that's basically the same thing. <laughs> Chili's. Hey, Chili's is more of an experience than Chick-fil-A. Chili's, man. The only time I ever would sit down and eat a Chick-fil-A was when I'd go with Nikki and we'd sit down and we would eat dinner. And, like, I'd want to say hi to my coworkers while we were eating. Or we'd go in, like, somewhere after that. Because our Chick-fil-A was right by a movie theater, so I'd say, hey, let's grab Chick-fil-A, eat there, and then we'll go to the movie theater right after. Or you could bring Chick-fil-A in the movie. Dude, I actually uh, tried once, and they literally smelled the sandwich. I, would, I mean, they, did they really care, though? Like, in my experience, they didn't care. Our AMC was kind of anal about it. They'd be like, uh, yeah, no. Uh, like, I, I, like, okay. But, the other night, um, we went to, my roommates and I and the Nikki, we went to go see the new Demon Slayer movie, and we snuck, in, we snuck in so much stuff into the Cinemarks, and my roommate literally wanted to bring in a pint of ice cream with them. I was like, they, what can they do now? Because they can't say no now, because, like, they need the business right mm-hmm. now. They're oh, just dying. Movie theaters are dying. And it makes me sad, because so I love sad. movie theaters. So sad. Some movies aren't, aren't, aren't as good in... in 
in on like not in theaters. I mean, I saw Tenet in theaters, and I was glad I saw that. Tenet was so good. Also, like, it's so hard to understand though without subtitles. Oh, Audio I, I, I know it's <laughs> intentional, but man. Oh my no! Literally, especially the whole like. And it's very complicated. You need someone that knows it and they can explain it to you. Christopher Nolan movies are always so complicated, but I love them. Um, no, I definitely agree with you. I, I, it's sad that they're dying. Like Endgame was such an experience, but being in a theater full of people was what made it even better. Yeah. Like when Cap lifts up Molnir and people scream and cheer. I, in that moment, I was like, I felt like I was like a football game. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's like I'm. And it's just. It's experience, and I think it, hopefully they don't die. I think they'll be maybe put on hold, like they'll, re, they'll go into recession, but I think they'll eventually make their comeback. They'll oh. have to change. They're going to have to update their kind of business Their model, business model is going to have to change. I agree. Um, Especially yeah. with HBO Max and Disney and all that. Now they're, they're, get, they're going straight to streaming? Yeah. But it's like, how do they make the monies off those movies? Because they just making money. They just take the money from the streaming service and then just put it back in the movies. Because like, you obviously make movies like they make money through uh, box office sales. So if there's no box office sales, then how like how like can they gauge if the movie is popular? I guess they still get streams. Disney's uh, smart because of the whole you know you have to pay the thirty extra dollars for premiere movies. Like uh, I I don't even have Disney Plus. I, I have Disney Plus, but like for and, and, and it's like if you want to watch when Black Widow comes out in July, you can go to the, see it in the theater, or you can pay a thirty dollar flat fee and. Own it three months early on Disney Plus, and your entire family can watch as many times as you want, which is a smart business model. Because then now it's like okay, if you don't want to go out, they're still making their money. You know, Disney still gets to make. Disney is. Disney's the Avon Pie man. They're always. I fucking fun. love Disney. I do. But y'all are a bunch of greedy sons of I mean, bitches. Yeah, like they, they're, they're. I mean, they make so much money. I mean, it's so ingrained in our society, like Disney and like the kind of magical world like they do such such a good job of brainwashing kids oh like, 100 magically everything's yeah all magical and stuff i literally consider going to do the disney college program where you work as a castmate there but you do college there i because my grandma lives in florida being a castmate is hard oh hard yeah hard. i thought about it and then right before i ever applied i don't remember who was someone talked me out they're like if you work behind the scenes for disney for the magic it's going to ruin the magic for you and i was like that and also like you're being what if you're in like a suit in the Florida heat for I've had to 10 do, hours. I've had to do the cow suit. Oh, really? And that in Colorado weather sucks. How long were you in the suit for? Did they give you breaks? Like- you get breaks, but I, I think the longest I've been in straight was an hour. And it sucks because even inside the restaurant, there's air conditioning. You start to sweat and you can't rub your eyes. Sweat will go into your eyes yeah. and in your mouth. And you're, everything just starts to burn. But you're like... You're, you're, not, you're not supposed to talk when you're the cow, right? Mm-hmm. Literally, at that point, I just had to like make hand gestures and I had to like laugh and yeah. But yeah. the weirdest part is, there's like this black mesh right here. And that's how I can see out. But you, if you stare up, you can see them in the face, but you can't really tell. I'm just like staring at kids. I'm like, don't look up, don't look up, don't look up, don't look up. I'm like, you're gonna see into the face of me. It's so terrifying. Oh my god. Well, I I have to ask. Zaya Hiley, shout out. She said she was playing you in chess. Has that game ended yet? Oh, she's kicking my butt. Oh hell yeah, Zaya, let's oh, go. She's, I I am. She just took my queen. Oh shit. She is. She is. She literally in this last move. If you look. I was telling her to beat you before we, I got on. I got on the podcast. I had nowhere to go. Busy. I had nowhere to go from here, so and my he was in uh, check, so I, I had to cover him. And she, you know, how him. close is it being over? Would you say she's gonna win? Like I honestly, at this point, there's not much left I can do, because um, she has taken both my rooks a night. Zaya has got me in a very hard position. Zaya, if you're listening to this. I'm still gonna go to the very end, but you you're kicking my ass. I haven't played Woe in a minute. Woe has stopped playing me. Why? I don't know. Like, is I, he dumb, is he bored of winning? 
I beat him once, surprisingly. Uh, yeah, like, out of, like, how many tries? 30. You literally, but he probably literally was like, wait, the thing is, like, every, we'll beat everyone, but we're not going to say his name, but you know. Yes. 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 Um, So, yeah. But this dude I'm playing with, I've had this game going for about a month now, because it's just 10 days. And literally at this point, I'm, I'm, I've, he, I have a queen and a knight left. He's got a rook. And all that, and I, I have the advantage, and he. I'm just waiting for him to fuck up, and I can beat him. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, I think Wilt. I, I don't know who told me this, but like Wilt might want to work at Chess.com. Krista was telling me that. Yeah. I think she. Did she tell me? I think maybe Alex told me that. I don't know, but anyway, that, I mean, he would be a good candidate. Whoever Wilt goes, he's gonna be good. Whatever he does. Oh, Wilt's, so, like, for those of who don't know, what was the uh, the? He's our EP. Yeah, he was the EP this past semester for CTV, and um. Our boss. He was. He was. Uh, he. He's a very. What's What's a lovable man in the sense that like Woke doesn't show a whole lot of emotion, but when he like he, you can still relate to him. Everything he says makes sense. Right. He doesn't have to show that emotion because he's just a great dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. I I, I adore Woke. Yep. I love Woke. Um, Shout out. Shout out to Woke. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Woke. Everybody. Man, this this yeah. whole entire episode went from Pokemon to like Ch- careers. I'm like, yeah, uh, we, all because we started talking about like Handshake and LinkedIn for the yeah. Oh yeah, for like Rockman's media or whatever, like yeah. or whatever. So like, let me ask you, like Wes, how are you doing? Like, how are you doing? Like, let's get let's get the viewers an update on how you doing. <laughs> Overall, I'm pretty good. Um, struggling a little bit with this last end of semester. I feel like mm. for we go to Colorado State University, so our last bit of this like last week that we were on spring break right now throwing us back into spring break has or off of yeah we, this is our second week back from spring break yeah literally it's been such a difficult thing because i have no motivation no motivation and like online like i'm having to watch lectures and shit that's another thing i have to do and it's just like oh my god there's so much stuff i was working on a project all day i literally started a project monday night and i it was due to last night and i only had to do it all day to get it done i just have to do so much writing and my public art is this a, is this a hard class creative writing yeah Oh, it's not too bad. I've I was t- thinking about taking it. I've had to grade two papers today, and I'm on my third for uh, p- p- peer feedback. It's not too terrible. Um, What's your least favorite class you're taking right now? Uh, no, no offense if you ever listen to this, um, Professor Shefflin, American Environmental History. Well, I, I, you I'm have not, no motivation. I, I'm just not a history guy. Like I, I like to learn about. Why'd history. you take it then? I had to for a credit. Just you just had to take a history credit. Or? I have to take two uh, history classes. I, if I could recommend one, uh, um, I'm a history minor, so um, after it's like uh, movements. I don't know, but anyway, it's a professor I really like. You could take it. I already took my first one, otherwise I totally. Uh, I took this one just because I like environmentalism, so I thought this would be good. And it's honestly, it's taught me a lot. What is it like? A lot of lectures, and then he does a lot. He'll post a lot of lectures. No exams. It's all just writing papers. He's not a harsh grader because like if you look, he's giving me like eighty fives and stuff. He look merely. Yo, missing, missing. What's the you turn it in? So I'm group C, group Uh, A's and B and D's. I don't have to turn in, but it shows up and missing, and that makes me so anxious. Oh my god, I hate that. I'm like, am I failing the class now? <laughs> Dude, you do a what if score, get a forty percent. Credit writing's great. This teacher, public argumentation. Um, if you're listening. So you're to this, communications major. Yes, yeah. she is a G. This was a quiz we had to take, and she said, "I can tell we're going through a lot." She dropped it and gave us all 50 points. Bro, dude, 50 I was like, points. Here, I was like, G. Are there, lot, are there a lot of points in the class? Like, how much does that help your grade? Um, there's a lot actually. If we go to grades, because like, out of total, 
I, like right now, even I have a uh, in total. What's gonna be your like final project? Your final paper? Yeah, final paper is gonna be two hundred. We were working on that. So what happens if you give yourself zero there for the fifth, for like the fifty out of fifty right there? And then oh yeah, make sure you get rid of that uh, two hundred. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, you clicked the arrow, I think. Thank you, Casey. Oh, oh, I don't. Yeah, there you go. There that... Down five percent. So like it's it's a decent boost. She, she like, helped me. Yeah, like if... it's. A... But if I so let's boost that. Back. Do you ever like do you think it's like what do I need to what's the minimum I need to get to like get a decent girl? Like, yes, you know, yes, I do that all the yes, time. Yes, I literally I do that all the time. So literally at this point, let's say I got a zero on this, I would still finish with a sixteen. So no what, no matter what, at this point, if I'm like this, I get like one point and I boost up to a fucking C, I could literally not turn on the final paper and still pass the class. Do I want to do that? No. I want to pass the class. Yeah, like, I'm, like, looking... I mean, my comp class has been such a drag. I have an A in it still, but I'm, like, it's such a drag. I'm, like, mm -hmm. I just... I got an... Ex we have one free extension this semester, so I used that. Get, it was due on Sunday night, and I used my extension until Tuesday. And I didn't even start it until Monday night, and I had <laughs> to do it all yesterday. It was not fun. I just procrastinate. I just, like... Ugh. But she's a G, though, because, like, I'll turn stuff late, and she'll give me, like, 9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Like, like a week late. Like, over break. Oh, that's so nice. My stuff before break, I didn't turn in, and then I just did it, like, before break start, uh, ended. And I was like, she'll, like, okay. Like, I'm like, I appreciate you, Kylie, if you're probably not listening to this, but we're always thinking people listening to this, and it's like, no Kylie one's listening. Kylie Miller? Yeah. She's a G. Yeah. Well, you had her? I had her last, uh, last, last For Comp 300? Yep. She is a G. I did the website. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did too. I, I hate it. I just hated my cause. I hate. I didn't hate my cause, but I hated like what I was studying, like what I had to research. So you, what were you researching? It was like hate speech legislation and how like why like adding an amendment to the Constitution about hate speech is not achievable and how we should just like mm -hmm. and like stuff like that and um, it was just hard because I was having trouble like forming a good argument. That was mine too. I did a uh, children's mental health. At that point, like, at that point, well, last night I was like, I'm just gonna make it look good. And then we'll just like it, it, I'll probably get a decent grade because I put effort in. And mm -hmm. then like I, I have an A, so let me see if I can find it. I kind of want to give me a review of my website. I think it was pretty good. I mean, I basically just copy and pasted from my my online storytelling class. I had to make a website. It's probably not gonna. Yeah. Um. Uh. I'll just here. I have to look it up on my phone and then like find the URL so I can type it. Quick sponsorship break if anyone wants to sponsor me. <laughs> this is the time to do it. Imagine during the silence a sponsorship. That could be you, your company. It's good. This is going to be the, the top podcast on Spotify. So, I mean, <laughs> get on that, that now. Joe, you hear that, Joe Rogan? I'm coming for you. Get on it now. Oh, Joe Rogan, be Joe Rogan, man. You see the top podcast? Yeah, on Spotify. And then I think number two, which I listen to them both. I'm pretty sure it's Crime Junkie. I love Crime Junkie. Let me check. Spotify. Um, I I the Joe Rogan experience. I've been listening a lot to him. I've been listening to his ones with Elon Musk lately. Oh, yeah? Pretty interesting. I mean, I... It's... I mean, I, don't know, I like... Uh, damn, I have to do this verification thing. I don't mind Joe Rogan. Yeah, I don't... He's... It's, it's not bad. Like, people... I don't know. It's, it's too kind of... Place. People play this out too much when it's just like people having conversations. For real. Um, and they're allowed their opinions. Right. And like the Elon Musk, he like he has a good job of like making people feel welcome and then like allowing them to open up. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. oh, here it is. So it's the the URL is HTTP. Uh, I mean, yeah, just www. And that's not, there's no www. I think it's just HTTPS. Slash slash Casey Abashian. 
Nice. Dot Wix site. Because I didn't, I, I don't, I didn't get a URL for this one. Dot uh, com forward slash debate over race hate. Hey, there we go. Ah, okay. I like that. You got you got a very nice dragon from like the, the viewer audience. I like the immediate visual. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I know exactly what's going on here. According to the FBI's most recent hate crimes, the hate crimes have risen to the highest level in over a decade in the U.S. with 7,314 hate crimes. Jesus. What is the, uh, so like for comp, what is the final project like? It's just reflective. Is it easy? The final project for comp? Yeah. It's like a reflective project. Mm-hmm. It's kind of whatever you want. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't struggle with that that much. I think it's the only... Every single one I got, like, high Bs on. And Do I think you think this was the hardest one? Yes. I feel like this yes. is the hardest one. Yes. This one or the one before? P2 the, I struggled with because yeah. I had no motivation to it. P1 and, or P2 and P3 were the, the ones that I struggled with the most. Oh, that's so a like, So, yeah, I mean, like, every page is kind of like that. But, yeah, so... Overall, I like I, I like the design. I like okay. I like this the little filler in the background, the pictures. Yeah. This is honestly a very nice design. I I just I mean my argument's probably not the best, but no 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 no. I, I uh, so point one. Yeah, I mean like it's uh-huh. we don't gotta read over it now, but but no, I I, I the thing is is if there's anybody who promotes hate speech at this point. I <laughs> it's like I don't promote hate speech. It's mostly just about like how we can best legislate. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like you, yeah. you have a good argument because why? Why even? Why have hate speech? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I I put some Westboro Baptist Church to show like hate speech. Uh, this 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 might be one where I get canceled, and I'm sorry. I really, you know, I, I understand people who have their views and stuff, but I hate when I drive past the. Um, Planned Parenthood right over here. And they, they're protesting like, the well, front. Just, That's why they have a back entrance now. You don't even, People don't even go in the front anymore. Well, not even just that. I also hate when there's the people who are there, like, protesting for Planned Parenthood. And then we have these people who are just standing there, like, no, screw you. Like, don't have, like, what's your problem? I like, just think it's, like, it's some, I just, I'm personally pro-choice because it's, like, it's their private decision. Why do we care what they're doing? Behind, yeah. Why do we care what they're doing behind closed doors? Like, dropping this more police. Because, like, would you rather have a kid born in a shitty situation or, like, kill it like have a abortion with like a two-week-old fetus mm-hmm. like even i just don't get like i just i don't know that's my opinion and you know well it's the same thing with the whole gun laws thing if people don't people like, yeah, taken away yeah. but and they're like oh well if they get taken away they'll just get them illegally yeah so what's the difference with an abortion it's the exact same it's, thing it's just a lot like it's someone again someone's private choice and the fact that like these like states are trying to be all slimy and trying to like get around Robert Ro- oh. wade and like make these where there's no abortion clinics and stuff and like it's just like this see that some it's really slimy some, I'm not gonna list certain sides but one side was trying to slip in the like with the stimulus package like they were trying to get rid of abortion clinics and stuff during it too mm-hmm. like funny and that's it I just I, I don't know <laughs> Of course, no one wants dead babies, but there's a lot that goes into an abortion rather than just a dead baby. I mean, it's, it's whoever gets an abortion, like it's a t- such a tough decision, and like, who are we to like say what someone hap- what happens to someone's body, what happens doesn't? And, like, obviously, like, what if someone's a victim of of rape, and like right. that's the thing, and like the, you, you still still want them to have a baby, they're always going to be like, even if they love the kid, it's they're always going to be reminded of their sexual assault. Is that really and what they here's want? The thing. I have Is that I really have, what you want. I have friends who are definitely you know pro. Uh, pro life. Pro life, yeah. And I, I don't want you to feel disrespectful. You know, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I definitely agree that babies deserve to live. Like, I don't think babies. Should I think anybody like wants like a life to end, but it's also like, what do we determine as life? Because like, 
they're basically a couple cells. Right. At a certain point, right? Th- th- there comes a point where people argue over that, and I want everyone to know, I, I agree, I will have people on this podcast that disagree with me, and I'm okay with that. I ultimately, I just have my views, but I don't think your views are wrong. Yeah. I think your views are wrong. That's the issue with abortion. No one's really wrong. It's and, just, and, and the only time I think views are wrong is when you start to demonize or make other people a evil mm-hmm. like the, like with hate crime hate yeah. speech that's you, you you can have an opinion where you're like I don't like this person that's great I don't like this person because of the color of their skin what especially when like race is like a concept it's a cultural concept like the reason we have different colors in our skin is because of like genetic muta- like genetics and like melanin melanin melanonin and shit and like pigmentations yeah. and shit and like we're, we're basically like 99.999% similar and right. like it's racist is a concept made by settlers to like have superiority that's really what it was like, literally it's there's people it's who like, value like the lives of insects more than people with different skin color and I'm like what we're literally really like literally like we're all the same like we're all literally the same. There's it's like no... being dog racist. Yeah. But I love all dogs. Dog racist? Yeah, you can't go wrong with any dogs, man. Right, and it's like what... Everybody... You can hate somebody or dislike somebody if they've done something bad. For them having, you know, their views or a skin color or a religion or something, like, that's wrong. Unless they're doing it in a hateful way, what you're doing is wrong by hating them. Yeah. It, 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 no, Okay. That's just one of my biggest problems also with modern-day religion is that people hate other modern-day religions for not believing their thing. And I'm like, what happened to just us believing what we want to believe? Right. I, th- I think it's just like, I have an issue. I don't care. And it's with whatever. It's with anything. I'm so accepting of other people. I really don't judge mm-hmm. other people. But, like, who are we to tell people how they're happy or why they're not happy? Why are we trying to govern people and be like, well, this is wrong. You're going to hell because you're fucking gay. Like, why? who are we to tell people that? If, Let people make their decisions and whatever makes them happy, that's their business. Like, If I um, ever believe in a god again, because I'm agnostic, it's got to be a god that's accepting of gay people. I don't think there's got to be a god who... Because I, I think the issue is, like, the scripture is so up for interpretation. It's like... People are like, well, that means that he hates gays, but it's boys like that's not with That's not pedophilia. That's like yes. pedophilia. That's not, not gay. It's not gay. Yes. Okay. There's people that don't argue with that, and I'm fine. It's it, it is about pedophilia. It's not about gay. It's not about homosexuality. It is about. But I think I think even if like. I don't think it, it's dumb that it's even, like, a sin, but look at it as any other sin. It's, like, adultery or any other sin. It's another, like, thing that makes us impure. Also, even though, even though like, that's nothing wrong. Like, being homosexual is, like, it's so stupid. I just think it's stupid. Even that. That's why I don't like religion either, because it's just, like, trying to judge people. Every but. person on this planet has lied. Yeah. That is a 100% fact, and even Christians have lied. And people are like, oh, well, you know, I, I he's, he's gay. He's going to hell. The Ten Commandments literally say, don't lie. Like, don't lie. And you just went ahead and lied. You, I also think there's such a spectrum of like sexuality that like people aren't you aren't purely straight or aren't purely gay. I'm not saying you're like you're like super like I'm the like it's not I'm not saying like even if you're like whatever like eighty percent straight twenty percent gay. It's like but I'm just saying like everybody has like it's not like you're completely straight man. Like I come think I on. talked with Zaya about this. Like the thing is is. I guarantee you there would not be as much hate against LGBT and all that and people would actually people are scared of it like they're like they're like resentful like, like oh my fear, god yeah. they're like oh my god I have like a gay thought fuck yeah, I hate all gay people every, every Christian who has stuff like that I feel not every Christian that's bad that's wrong with me there are Christians who take it to the absolute extreme and hate on people for you know just they'll have one thought where they're like oh that guy's attractive or hot and then they're like and I, I like they're basically like learning to hate themselves. Like I have to hate myself, and, and like it's like oh my god. And don't get me wrong. There are times where with people can seriously have a problem with like 
I have a problem when sexuality becomes a person's only thing about me. Right, they're like, oh, I'm, like, uh, my whole person is I'm gay. I'm gay, and then there's nothing to that. I'm yeah. like, okay, but you're more than just a gay person. Right, like... The same with the straight thing. When people hate on gay people, they're like, well, I'm a straight person. I don't even look at my sexuality as, like, something that's, like, even a main, main defining aspect of me. Well, that's the thing. I, 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 I've talked with Nikki before, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm 100% straight. I'm like... But I'm not going to go around... It doesn't telling, matter. It doesn't matter as long as you're, like, with somebody. I'm not going to go around parading to people being like, hey, I'm bisexual, or hey, I think that dude's hot. No. The only person I'll do that with is Ryan Reynolds. That man is a snack. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm, not, I'm not just advertising myself out here as, like, oh, I might be bisexual, or I might be, you know, whatever. And it, I don't know. I, there's so much that falls yeah, in I just don't... Place. Yeah, it's like a defining aspect. Like, no one's even going to know. Like, it doesn't really matter as long as you're with the person and, like... <laughs> You know, when I illustrate the cover for this one, I'm gonna <laughs> po- from Pokemon to, to abortion to sexuality to I'm, I'm, I'm like, Chick Fil A. Po- I'm be like Pokemon is gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> We've covered spectrum topics, that's for sure. Holy shit, Casey! We're going on an hour and a half. Yeah, you were. This is the second one, and this is no offense, Krista. We talked about hamburgers and shit. This is the most insightful hour and a half I've had in a long time where I've talked to somebody yeah. and goddamn, am I glad it's with you yes dude I'm so thank you for having me on I'm looking forward to being on in the future do you and, have uh, anything you want to say to everybody um just love yourself and know that you are worth it and that you're you're all great people whoever's listening and I believe in you um yeah and I you're awesome everybody so, who's yeah. listening Casey Abashian's a wonderful man I, I'm honored to have him as my second guest and I'm very excited for this podcast to blossom. I'm gonna have you on again. I feel like at some point yes, because definitely. that was that was too insightful. Conversation. We got it. We got it. Yeah, we all 100. But everybody, thank you for listening. I'm your host, Weston Hubbard. This is the best in the West with my special guest. I'll talk to you later.